tinfoil hat. Oh, what the fuck are you guys even talking about? Global controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Are you ready to get your mind blown? Good morning, Swarm, man. Welcome to Tinfall Hat. You know I am. You know I'm here to do. I'm here to rock. Man, you just knew it was coming, and you just had to pause a little bit. <laughs> you said a moment of silence. Follow your dead homies. Join me as always, <laughs> the man of the legend, the mayor of Glendale, Xavier Guerrero. I'm running this place. No homeless people. Everybody's got to drive Mercedes or BMWs. That's, That's it. fucking great, dude. It's great. If you can't afford to live in Beverly Hills with the Hebrews, bro, you go to Glendale with the Armos, dog. Right? And then somewhere in the North Pole, hanging out with Santa Claus at his creepy log cabin. Yeah. Jay Nice, Johnny Woodard. How are you, Johnny? Very festive. Very festive. I appreciate it. I got my Atlanta Braves uh, Christmas sweater on. You can see their world champions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 How, yeah. How's it going, dude? How are you? Going good. How's, uh, how's NC, doc? Uh, you know, it's it's nice to just be in a land where they don't look at you sideways if you don't wear your mask in the Walmart. Yeah, it's uh, yeah. liberating. I mean, it's Nobody's a shit here. It's just like we're living three years ago, normal. <laughs> uh, man, that's nice. That's really nice. It is, it is nice. And North Carolina's on the list to move to, by the way. I just got to figure out what is weather situation. Oh, that's the weather's. How's the weather, Johnny? It's like it's gonna be, be it's like it's gonna be seventy five on Christmas Day. So there you go. It's fifty up here. Yay, global warming! Am I right, everybody? <laughs> Yay, global warming! And joining us from uh, some psychedelic bunker that he's in, he uh, helps book the show. Uh, he's part of a team of people that makes this show possible. Please welcome from my family thinks I'm crazy, Mark Steves. How are you, buddy? Thank you, buddy. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here. It's weird hearing you say from my family thinks I'm crazy because without you, without being here, I wouldn't really have that show. I started it, you know, almost a year ago now. So this is kind of like my uh, year anniversary. So thank you. And it's a pleasure to be here. I am very appreciative when anybody who works on the show talks about how I've changed their life. So <laughs> thank you. I can't get it from anybody else on the show. I also want to give a shout out to Robin. Uh, and Basil Media for all the hard work she does on this show, clipping it up. She's basically running my social media yeah. uh, because I just had to get off because I'm just battling windmills all day, just battling windmills. And it's just not good for my luge. So she's taking care. So I want to give Robin from Basil. I would say Robin's last name, but I'll butcher it. Um, but I want to give her a shout out from Basil Media. If you need any social media, go there. And I also want to give the guys who run my my website, which I hope a lot of you guys, Ricky Moore and the whole crew over there uh, who run my website. 
Uh, they do a great job on that. And if you're looking for website, he, he is a great person to do it. It's a fully functional website. And of course, the one and only Dana Marshall that the internet is losing its skull right now <laughs> and her trying to make out with me on Cash Daddies. And everybody's just what? sending me stuff, trying to make fun of me. Oh, look, she's trying to make, dude, I love Dana Marshall. How did I'll I make out that? in front of her with her in front of fucking all of you. You guys are just you, what you got. And it's not the show. It's the it's the people on the fringe whose life aren't working out. The swarmer kind. I love Dana Marshall. We have a very symbiotic relationship and uh, she's wonderful and I love her and I'll fucking make out with her the whole time on the next Cash Daddies because you guys all have just ridiculous hills you're trying to die on. So enjoy that. A lot of things going on as we wrap it up. This is our year-end review of the year. A lot of stuff happened. We'll get into that. But I just want to tell you that uh, in the new year, the Hammer the Gods Tour is taking off. Just go to samtriplee.com. Grab all of your tickets. We have, uh, I have San Luis Obispo. Uh, let's get something going out there, bro. Okay, I know I'm not big everywhere. I hate to find out exactly where that is, but check out San Luis Obispo. I need to get at least a couple tickets sell there. Everything else is moving really well. Long Beach, Buffalo. Buffalo I'm doing as long as I don't find um as long as I don't find uh they're they're making people have vaccine passports, which could be out of their hands. But as far as I know, all of upstate New York hasn't had to do it, so I'm going to be in Buffalo with my good friend uh, how we do it. We're going to be at Helium's. Uh, so, so San Luis Obispo is January 13th. Uh, uh, Buffalo is January 20th through the 22nd. And then the final uh, shows of uh, January, the Tim Fall Hat Comedy Show will be live in Harvell's. Uh, that's Friday, January 28th, two shows. Stand-up comedy show followed by um, the Swarm Tank with uh, Xavier Guerrero, Jay Nice, Eddie Bravo, and everyone's favorite off the grid will be there. And then the next night we do it again. We will be live at the, we will be, what is that? What if that was the porn you were looking at right now? Wouldn't you be weirded out right now? Uh, that I'm going to be live um, in Bakersfield again at the well doing another show. So go to samtriplee.com. I'm coming to Phoenix, Arizona. We're working on Chicago right now. Tennessee's, uh, we got that on the books. Just paid a a down payment for Nashville, and I'm doing one other that. The Hammers of the God Tour is coming. Go check it out. Uh, Everybody here on the show has a show on Rockfin, uh, R-O-K-F-I-N.com. Please go check it out, whether it's Xavier Guerrero's We Don't Smoke the Same, Johnny's Broken Sim, and The Goat whenever we do that, the greatest of all time. Uh, we have Tim Fall Hat Premium. We have Zero. We have um, Conspiracy Social Club and Marks. We, my family thinks I'm crazy, has some episodes up there as well. You can get all of those shows for only $10. $10 make you holla. That's how it goes. I don't even know what we're looking at right now, but that's what, what is it. We're just seeing your background actually. Oh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't know. I was trying to show the fucking the screen. I don't know. I yeah. Don't, can we get know. off of that? Can we yeah, get off? Of that? <laughs> okay. That's fine. Even though they're loving that. Um, yeah. So that's it. That's uh. that's the, that's the whole story. The whole story right there. Um, if you want free show. Yeah. Don't worry about XG. You can't do it. It's, it's yeah, not no, working. Cause it's so weird. Oh. 
because uh, you're on you some a, Mexican. An external you're not monitor. even on an Apple. You're on like a, 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 a apricot right now. That's the computer. An you're, you're, <laughs> and, uh, and, so go there and uh, free shows. Got five or six free shows, episodes every week. Uh, I'm proud to announce that last week on Apple Podcasts, I had three podcasts in the top 200 I had Tim, of comedy, Tim Fall Hat. Uh, Broken Sim got the 150, according to Inside Scoops. Johnny got an email. And then finally, uh, uh, Conspiracy Social Club was uh, uh, in there too. So if you want free content, free audio, there's a ton there. Just go to click the banner. It'll take you to all my free shows there. Anything else, guys? Oh, T-shirts. Go to samtribbly.com. T-shirts. TimFullHatT-shirts.com, a.k.a. DeepWaters.com. Grab shirts from your favorite show. All available right there. Great way to support the show. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Anything else, guys? No, we Anything welcome. you want to push? Mark, where can they find your podcast? My family thinks I'm crazy.com. I, uh, I have some art there that I've been making over the past few years. That's now available on my website. So if you're into crystals and all that stuff, I got that. And uh, I do like three episodes a week. And like you said, I'm on Rockfin. Uh, I just live streamed with Nick Hinton last week. So that's still up there on Rockfin. Check that out. And uh, yeah, thanks for giving me a chance to plug the show. I could keep going for five minutes, but I'll stop. Yeah, I know here. you could. <laughs> uh, Xavier, what are your shows? Uh, we don't smoke the same. And then we got a live show in January. So stay tuned. It's going to be lit. It's going to be fun. All right, man. Johnny, where are you going to, what, what shows would you like to push? Anything? Uh, yeah, just check out Broken Sam. We're always posting those things. We're we had a good year. It. Yeah, we had a good year on Broken Sun. It's uh, guys, the show's hot. It's on fire. So, yeah. guys, I want to ask you. So, from 20 to 21, you know, the show's been great, but I want to talk to you about the year that was. Is your opinion, was 2021 worse than 2020? Uh, no, no, because we're we're used to it. We know it's all bullshit now. We can Are be- you getting nervous that we're going to be like just this is going to be status quo? They're, they're training us just to be used well, to dude, all this chaos. I told you about this yesterday. I Rogan had uh, the great Matt Taibbi, one of my favorite people on his show recently, and he made this point. Rogan made a great point that these pharma companies making these vaccines, you know, they're revenue obsessed. They have to grow year over year. How are they going to grow after these past two years where they've made all this money on these vaccines? Only by making us take more and more and more forever in perpetuity. And that really, that made me think, oh, shit, we might be we might be fucked on this. This year, I think this year was worse, too, because last year I actually thought coronavirus was deadly at one point. Like when they were telling us to do shit, I was like, okay, two weeks. All right. Everyone gets two weeks off, even even everybody was stoked and then now it's just like back to the vaccine mandates people still arguing you go to oklahoma no one's wearing nothing out here and in la it just makes it worse being in la is just people still freaking out yeah Yeah, i'm with you on that this year this year is more chill out i'm not i'm not just what's your thoughts mark let people live their lives I've been I've been a complete uh, wreck on the road. I don't know what it is about traffic this year, but it's been pissing me off more than ever. I think people are just like a little bit more and maybe it's this month, you know, because it's and, and where I'm at, particularly, it's not that different from L.A., I can imagine with the traffic, but just feels like in general 
people in public are a little more antisocial than ever before. And you see that on the road. I don't know, just aggressive drivers. Um, what that means for, for 2021 versus 2020, not very different for me. I don't know. It's just been, uh, I don't know. It's been tough. I'll say that. I don't really interact with a lot of places where I need to wear a mask other than uh, the grocery store, and that's done with now. So it's been pretty stress-free, but that's mostly because I'm living a kind of weird life compared to most people. You know, I don't have a normal job, so I, I kind of have a different experience than most people at this point in my life. As a conspiracy theorist, I thought it was kind of like a good year in general because people got woke. You saw a lot of people getting woke. Uh, this shit's bullshit. The vaccine. People that were with the vaccine during the, the beginning of the year were like, just take the vaccine. It's for the let the old people go first. Now it's like, don't take it. The kids. So I think as like as that woke people, conspiracy people, I think it was a good year. Just laying still up for trial. They haven't killed her. That's a plus. <laughs> She's even real. I, I, I think I, I lean into the kind of what Johnny is saying. I, I don't think it was as bad as the year before. And I don't, it's for the first time in a long time, I can say it wasn't as bad as before, right? I mean, there, you remember when everything was like, ah, oh, 2015, I can't wait till it's over. 2016, oh, yeah. please hurry up. And that's just like, yeah. boo, 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 boo. And it's just like worse and worse and worse and worse. I think for the first time, it, it kind of went the other way. And it wasn't by choice. I wasn't by the elites letting up. I just feel like people started pushing back more and more and more and not buying into it. And the, the chaos that was seen, whatever the internet is, we know it was created by DARPA and created by, you know, uh, CERN and all that stuff, but whatever it does, it's really opened up the ability to speak your mind without necessarily being completely and utterly shut down all the time. And all the censorship has kind of pushed us into new platforms that are allowing people to grow. I mean, like Rockfin, where we all post, has grown exponentially in two years, like 25 times what it used to be, or five times what it used to be, some crazy number like that. And it's just growing in odysseys like that and rumble. So I, I think their ability to they've gone all in on everything so much that I feel like they've lost their ability to convey a message anymore. And, you know, as, as crazy as it was 2021, like we didn't have any of these insane high impact events that maybe we used to have that would consume us for like two months, like Vegas, right? Like there wasn't really a, a Vegas because they noticed that those things don't have the effect anymore that people, I mean, like, 2021 is the year that the government said it UFOs exist. And did anybody care? Nobody cared. Nobody cared at all. And whether that's good or bad, I don't know. But I think it's a sign that like the government doesn't have the, the, the ability as much. And I could be wrong to, to uh, do a high impact events that uh, you know, like kind of push us in certain directions. And I think people are also waking up to the dead internet theory. That, you know, there's so many fake people, you know, Kurt Metzger has been doing Jimmy Dore and I love Kurt Metzger and I love uh, Jimmy Dore. And he's, he was talking about like these cop, like Sarah Silverman was talking about how, uh, you know, 
Joy Reid didn't read this article. It was a great video by Jimmy Dore, and we should all support Jimmy Dore, regardless of if you believe agree with him. And I agree with him on a lot of politics. There are certain things him and I will differentiate, but that's okay. That's okay. I love having people with different views in my life, okay? You know, I mean, we don't necessarily believe in Medicare for all. Not that I don't believe. Like, I'm going through a lot of medical stuff right now with my super heavy legs, okay? <laughs> and Right? I mean, you're finding out what health insurance is really about. But is that is that worse than what veterans are going through with the VA? And we're hearing about how, how long it takes them to get any kind of medical service at all? I mean, like... That's a word on the street. Maybe I'm wrong. So, but Jimmy's doing a lot of work and he had uh, Kurt Metzger on and they were talking about all these comments that were uh, aimed at Sarah Silverman and Kurt Metzger goes, I don't even know if these are real people. And that's a great point, man. So much of the comments are just bots. And like, you know, like we've talked about before. Twitter's become not like the website, Ashley Madison. You guys remember Ashley yeah, Madison? Yeah. When it was like, hey, cheat on your spouse. Well, all, they found out there was like, like hundreds of wow. thousands of men on there and like 10 chicks. Yeah. And anytime a woman would set up an account and leave, Ashley Masson would zombify her account so they would interact with women so that they would generate, they would warrant the, the money the guys are spending week, monthly on being a part of that website. That's what Twitter does. When somebody leaves on Twitter, all of a sudden, they, they take their account over and they just basically zombify them. And we're seeing that more and more to the point where they say almost 60% of the profiles on the internet are fake. Well, I mean, I still have my Facebook. My Facebook is still on there. Like my, my family's still on me. I haven't logged on in three, four years. I wonder if I'm still a Democrat on there. I wonder if they still <laughs> categorize. They're like, oh, he's still probably a Democrat since I haven't logged on. And you know how it's such a hassle to log it off. You can't log in in like six months. And I wonder if they use me as a category. It's like, oh, he's probably in this category. Let's put him here. Let's put him there. They could, man. They The only thing Facebook has that makes it different than everywhere else is like, you have to use your real name, right? For the most part, you have to. That was the only thing that made it, yeah, quote, unquote. Maybe it's possible. I mean, they're dying, dude. And this metaverse, like, the here's the whole thing. You never want to be the first one, right? Like, Facebook ran into yeah. the metaverse. And it's going to do it clunky to the point where people are going to move on and someone else will come in with a better metaverse that everyone will run into. Hey guys, I want to tell you about our friends at Lucy and their new Lucy capsule nicotine pouches. Okay. Look, we're all adults here. Okay. And some of us choose to use nicotine to relax, focus, or just unwind. And that's why Lucy's excited to tell you about their Lucy nicotine capsule pouches that are a flavored ball inside each pouch that crush for an extra burst of flavor, okay? Burst, bang, a party in your mouth, guess what, Xavier, and everybody's coming, okay? Ooh. Lucy Nicotine Capsule Pouches in include coconut oil to provide a soft, fluffy texture that enhances the flavor and doesn't dry out your mouth. They come in two strengths, okay? Four and eight milligrams. Oh, bam, huh? It's going hard in the paint. And they have three exclusive delicious flavors. Spearmint, mango, and cool cider, dude. Cool cider. I love. So here's what we're going to do. It's 2021. Don't compromise when you're choosing your nicotine product. Go with the newest tobacco-free options from Lucy. 
Tinfall hat listeners, listen, go to lucy.co and use the promo code TINFOIL to get 20% off your order of Lucy nicotine capsule pouches or any other Lucy products, okay? That's lucy.co and use the promo code TINFOIL at checkout, okay? And that's TINFOIL, one word. Also, I have to give this disclaimer. Warning! The product contains non-tobacco nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. That's lucy.co, and be sure to use the promo code TIMFOL. I want to get into uh, the year in review of podcast, Mark. You know, obviously, as the booker, you've booked a lot of people. I want to get into what are your guys' thoughts about the show on the last year? And I know it's kind of weird because we just had the 500 and then we just had the five year anniversary. Now we're doing a year in review and we're talking about the podcast a lot. And it was all within a month. You know, I'm sorry about that, but you know, or a month. At, what, when was no, when were we in October. Vegas in November? Mid October. Was it mid October? Okay. So mid October. And then we had the five year uh, anniversary in December. And here we are at the end of the year research uh, uh, review. Uh, what are you guys' thoughts on the on on the show in general? Did it hit stride? Uh, is there anything different? What do you love that we've done up? Or there's nothing at all, and you're like, hey, dude, I'm just enjoying the show, which is possible. I think my answer is a little different just because, like you said, I booked the guests, so I kind of have expectations for maybe what might be said, and typically those expectations, you know, are reversed or or, you know, you guys end up talking about – something completely different. I think a good example of that is Chris Knowles. And really what I realized, you know, having a, a such a strange job, you know, like wrangling cats, dealing with conspiracy theorists and all these people who have all these strange theories, you know, a guy like Chris Knowles is a great example because it doesn't matter what the outline is. It doesn't matter what the rubric is. The guy, you know, he's just living that life. And no matter what the conversation, you know, entails where it goes, it's going to be interesting. So, yeah, it's been it's been really fun. And it's been an honor to be able to, you know, present a lot of really smart people, people who I think are, are really intelligent uh, to the show. A couple of interviews, you know, definitely fell flat. You know, I expected it to be a banger and it ended up not being a banger. And I'm not going to point out, obviously, which episodes those are. But I think people maybe have, uh, you know, their instincts on, on what's what. But yeah, it's 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 been a really fun time, man. I really appreciate it, and I think uh, I think naturally I'm just biased to like every episode, honestly, because I I'm picking. But the the best ones for me are when you find somebody and like bangers, or, or when like a only conspiracies episode goes and makes it to the you know the main feed to the tinfoil hat feed, like the Cliff High episode. You know what when that happens, that's usually pretty special for me because it it you know. It's just, yeah. uh, yeah. Yeah. So basically I, Sam, he booked the perfect guest and you failed as an interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's very interesting. I never know how the, uh, interviews going to go. And even when we're done with it, we're like, I don't know how that was. And then we get the re the response and it's always super positive. I would, I I'm, it's very weird, man. It's like, it's, you're dealing with outlaws, obviously, and asking them to do a uh, uh, basically talking points. 
is like I could talk for an hour by myself. Obviously, I've been told that a thousand times about the show. It's like let the other people talk. I get it. Okay, I'm just trying to connect dots here. But the reason you do that is like in case you need to corral them into having something to talk about. And it's very hard for when somebody's like, I don't want to give the, I don't want to give talking points. And I'm like, that can go really well, or that can go really bad. You know, when we had black guns matter on that went really well, he was a guy who could talk forever and he didn't want to get any talking about. We've had some people that don't want to do talking points. And then we're just like, what are we fucking doing? I'm going to be honest with you, man. We haven't had a shit show in a long time and we've had some shit shows, right? And I, mean, I should, I should clarify. I didn't mean that. I just like, again, with the expectations, like because I'm doing a lot of research and I know some of these people's work pretty well, you know, I hope the best comes out, but you know, it's on them ultimately. And sometimes, you know, they don't, yeah, uh, dude, I didn't take it like that. Into, Johnny, Johnny yeah. sensitive. Johnny sensitive. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm okay with it. Dude. Either way, I, listen. It, there's always some magic that happens no matter what. That's the best part. Yeah. I do. You know, like there were definitely some weirdo interviews in the past and, you know, like, I mean, like, I hate making an issue with them, but like Nick Pope was a weird one, but that was like three, four years ago. Uh, I'm trying to think about what, I mean, Mark, we had our yelling match. That's that, that wasn't a weird one, but that I'm trying to think about if there was any like ones where I'm like, fuck. There was the, there was the other yelling match with Jan Irvin, but he's done that on a lot of different podcasts. And uh, yeah, I would like to have Jan Irvin back because I'd like to have a, conversation with him you know and Just i offered him to debate people and he wouldn't no. do it you know it's very interesting dude the whole the whole thing and what this show represents you know it's like i want to have the really dangerous conversations but those things can blow up in your face Did and we, make it really hard to move forward have we ever acknowledged the episode speaking of bad episodes bad. actually knows what i'm talking about the, mm-hmm. Remember the artist we had on? Yeah. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that was what I would call bad episode. <laughs> okay, okay. Oh, no, okay. no. Okay, no, I know what that means. It wasn't a bad episode. It was just way too out there for who we did. <laughs> uh, it was out there. That's for sure. Well, you know, it's like, I don't know if we'd done it right there, but I just did an interview with, like, uh, a, a certain guest and who I, in, in when I interact with this guy, you know, we had Adam Green on. And anytime I see Adam Green face-to-face, nicest dude you'll ever meet i mean you're like you're the nicest gentle giant you'll ever meet and then you know he's one of those zionist killers out there and you know you know my opinion i don't believe in any of that stuff i'm not that guy i don't believe in jew world order or anything like that i believe occult magic at the highest levels is what it's all about right so i mean that's for me um but I, I'll have those conversations, but then they cut it all off and they made it seem like, and they don't tell you who's saying what on the show. They just, they just pin you with the conversation and that, you know, that, that can be dangerous. Right. So we had this guy and he was just saying certain things that I, it, it just at the time seemed super duper, 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 uh, dangerous to put out. And he recently contacted me through some Twitters. I mean, some texts. He had my number and he sent me some of his, his, uh, gorilla street art. He calls it. And, um, it was great. His stuff. art, his art is great. Yeah. His art right? is great. It's yeah. just, it's just the, the, how dangerous it is to do a pot, uh, to have dangerous conversations when people are just looking for reasons to kneecap you. 
Yeah. Right? They take everything out of context and all that stuff. But yeah. this is the show to do it on, and I try to do it. And So uh, we haven't had a really crazy one in a long time. You know which one I thought was going to be a little crazier, and you guys worked it out, and it went perfectly, was Owen Benjamin. I, for some reason, was like, it either can go good or it can go bad. It went great, but I was willing to be like, damn, there might be some arguing or some fuck yous, but it went great. Uh, now totally I agree. Uh, yeah, I totally agree with that. I, I, <laughs> you guys may disagree, but I thought, I thought the uh, episode this year where we had the founder of Astronism, Kamitan, on might might qualify <laughs> as as a bit as a bit of a, a stinker. Well, first of all, <laughs> sorry, something was going on in the thing when you were talking about Owen Benjamin. So I just want to say I love the conversation. I'll have the conversation. I, I would have Owen on. I'm trying to figure out doing something with him in idaho you know i'll have the conversations we'll yeah, have no. everybody on that's I, the show I, yeah i was just saying that it was one of those episodes where i thought it could go either really good or really bad because there was a little tension there and i was like holy shit because when i found out Owen benjamin was i was like oh it's either gonna go bad or a couple fuck yous but it went great and those one-on-ones where i thought it could have been a crazy one now back to the astro guy that astronism yeah astronism who started his own religion when he was 17 years old Kamitan you know what's his name Kamitan Kamitan um here's my belief on that here's my belief on that whole uh -huh. thing and it gets into just life in general and that is that is I love talking to older guests the older the guest, I always feel the better the conversation. And it does not mean that young people don't know. We've had some great young guests on, like the, the Canadian witch and stuff like that. She was wonderful to talk yeah, to. Yeah, she was, yeah. So it's not, it's not that it's a universal thing. But experience is a giant part of everything. And that's why if you take a look at like what pop culture is, pop culture is basically like young people know everything. They they get they have the best takes. And the truth is, the only thing young people are good for is having sex with. Okay. Outside of that, <laughs> they have zero experience in life. And they don't know how the world works. Did and he they have Micah? Did he have Micah Dank's book on his little shelf there? Did you see that? No, I, I did. <laughs> maybe, maybe he does. I don't know. And I don't hate the kid, but, and, and, you know, and I asked him something like, how do you know this is real if you have an experience? Well, you could say that about a lot of, uh, is that no. really it? It looks like it, but no. <laughs> That's Same so cover. funny. But this guy just, this kid started this religion about the stars and space, and he's just, trying to create his own religion and it's just such a weird thing to me well and he commissioned these art pieces that are so clearly inspired by art of l ron hubbard there there are many similar paintings of l ron hubbard, which well, just immediately makes me suspicious that reminds me of of the conversation you guys had with joseph flatley which uh was definitely one that i had you know, expected to go a certain way. Cause I have that book that that cult leader, you know, wrote the whole cult around and the book is so strange. Like the fact that it was written in the 1800s, if I handed you this book, it's called the Urantia book. You'd be like, there's no way somebody wrote this in the 1800s. It just seems too much like a sci-fi novel, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's weird. These, you know, spiritual, you was know, that L. Ron Hubbard with an afro? 
Right. Go <laughs> yeah, back to yeah, that. Yeah, it is. What was that? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on, hold Go on. Go back on. to that picture, dude. L. Ron <laughs> Hubbard. What is L. Ron Hubbard? That's doing? L. Ron Hoyembe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a sticker. It's a sticker. It says, turn that poop into wine. That's what it says. L. Ron Hoyembe. <laughs> no idea what's happening. But what hey, is going like on that, with that? But a kid like that in like the 1800s or 1900s could start his own religion because that's how that starts. Yeah, because there's no Google. Yeah, that kid right back, that kid could have been great 50 years ago, 100 years ago before the internet. He could have been like, look at this. Well, it also comes down again, like I'm not here to say anything negative about him because, you know, teach their own, but it just, it's like when all, I don't, I I, I don't know his background, but based on just my experiences in life, I would say he's probably comes from middle or upper class. Would you agree on that? If yeah, you had to yeah. guess. Kamitan Com- often ascribed the title of Kamitan the Contemplator as <laughs> the founder of the organized philosophy of astronism and the leading scholar and establisher of the astronic tradition of religions. Now, I got that from his website. Uh, just FYI, Now, my so. favorite thing is, uh, what is he? He is a uh, con- We'll read that again. Kamitan the Contemplator. By the way, if He's you go to my website, I, you'll find I'm called Big Dick Johnny. So if, if you go to johnnywoodard.com, uh, if you go to Kamitan, nothing better than Contemplator. What are Kamitan you? I'm a Contemplator. Let's I'm... not forget. Let's not forget. Uh, flying, flying. Uh, lasagna rainbow, rainbow flying lizard lasagna. That was a great episode. Flying yeah. lasagna lady. Yes, yeah. she was Aurora. excellent. <laughs> She was excellent. I hope she's okay. It seemed like she was going through something. But here's the thing, man. In the chaos of that, of what seems to be her energy, she was right about a lot of stuff, right? I'm like, she nailed a lot of stuff that was going on. So it's like, it's all a part of that. So I hope she's okay. I really enjoyed her interview. She's a lot of just good energy. I had her on my podcast and I had her on my podcast and she showed us the flying rainbow lasagna dance. And it it reminded like in all seriousness, it was kind of like capoeira, like, you know, going, doing the break dancing and like, you know, you wouldn't think like you could learn martial arts from a dance same way you might learn spirituality from Aurora's dance. So it's a little out there, but I mean, Jesus is the Tim fall hat show, right? (laughs) Yeah. This is where all the wild things roam, man. This is where all the, I, you know what, man, as, as, as I'm not, you know, I'm part the show is part of the truth community. You know, we love them. You know, the unwanted, all the other people doing great work, but you know, I, I don't want to stay in the, the super serious all the time. You know, I love that we go into the weird and the, and the crazy and, you know, a very art bell coast to coast feel for it and you know art bell wasn't a huge influence on me but as everybody started saying it sounded like you know it had an art bell vibe i would study what he was doing and i really felt like we were doing a a kind of a similar thing which was like letting people just talk let them talk for an hour get their point across you know and that was the day one what i did with eddie bravo and uh i love it that's what i love about the show um, it's, what it's was just favorite? the opposite, right? Of what you find on TV, everybody on TV, you know, it, it's, it's one guy, he can barely get a word out before someone's like, job, job, job. So you gotta, you gotta let me talk for a second here. 
you're 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 way wrong you know and, and i think it it stands out by contrast i think that's why the show does so well because it's it's just different even when you think i'm talking too much i am allowing people to talk that's what I kind of do in my show. Guys, I want to tell you about our friends at True Niagen. Okay, listen, some days, you know, it's a real struggle for sure. The good news, though, it's a lot less of those days ever since I found True Niagen. I love it. True Niagen helps fuel cell energy engines. And trust me, my engine needs some fueling, okay? Maintains cellular metabolism and even supports heart health in a combination with healthy lifestyle with 13 published human clinical studies and backed by Nobel Prize winners. Dude, you know there's a bunch of Nobel Prize winners just shredding it out right there, right? Just getting... Why Why can't I... Imagine if I had a Nobel Peace Prize and I were shredded. i get all the ladies. Okay? All of them. All of them. True Niagen is a supplement that clinically that's clinically proven to boost NAD levels, okay? The essentially cosinium, C-O-E-N-Z-Y-M-E. How do you say that? Cosinium. Coenzyme. Coenzyme. Okay, coenzyme. I like that. Required for cellular energy repair. Since taking true Niagen, I have more, res more resilience and it helps my muscle recovery, okay? I have more zest for life and more vitality. You want to add more vitality to your life with True Niagen, okay? Right now, new customers can save 10% on their first purchase by going to trueniagen.com slash tinfoil. Use the code tinfoil. That's T-R-U-N-I-A-G-E-N.com slash tinfoil code tinfoil to say 10% on your first purchase. That's truenigen.com slash tinfoil code tinfoil. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Uh, favorite moment of the show, everybody, of the year. Favorite moment of the year, everybody. Xavier, you go first. Hands down, episode 500. I've never seen so many people that loved each other, that were there for tinfoil, that it was just a vibe. Even after, like, everyone knows, after the show, we all hung out for three, four hours at this regular-ass bar that no one gave a fuck. And <laughs> uh, and at the Hooters all. restaurant that had yeah. an owl. We looked like, like a cult. Yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite part of the year. It really showed, like, the venue was great. The people were great. People came out. And this, like we call them, the swarm pulled up. Roll out. Pulled up. Roll out. Johnny, what was your favorite moment besides the Braves winning the World Series? <laughs> yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. Um, you know, I was going to say 502, uh, but I, you can. That's There's a no given. Um, you know, we, I mean, if you think back, I, there are a couple of favorite moments. I, I'm not going to put these guys under favorite guests because they probably weren't. As far as the subject matter, my favorite subject. But I mean, we had Tommy Chong on the podcast this year, dude. Come on. That was wow. how cool is that? That was great. Hamilton Morris, a, a guy I'm a big fan of. I thought I thought that was a great moment having him on, too. Um, yeah, those two guys, especially but especially Tommy Chong. I mean, I, I grew up watching that guy. His, his comedy made 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 me laugh a lot as a kid. So that was pretty special for me. I think that was one of my favorite moments for sure. Behind the 500, like XG said, that was that was incredible. Mark, what was your favorite moment um, of my show? 
Well, I'm glad to know that because that means a lot to me, Johnny. I'm glad I could make that happen. I just, you know, that thought came to me randomly. Like, I wonder if Tommy Chong would be a good guest on the show. And, you know, that's how a lot of this stuff happens. And it's, you know, again, I'm so grateful to be doing this because it is such an odd thing and it's, it's cool. And it's totally what I was meant to be doing. And my funniest slash favorite moment was episode 416 when you called Mike Juan, Michael Swan. And then it, 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 it led in perfectly to my mistake. Cause I'm not perfect either. I fuck up too. And like, sometimes there's things that happen with guests where, you know, one day they're going to be on the show and, and then maybe Sam has to do something. We got to switch it. So sometimes it can get a little jumbled and, you know, in that jumble, some magic happens and Mike is brilliant in the way he describes that kind of magic with the synchronicities and all that. So he kind of laid it out and that was a good foray into the episode. And then after that, I, you know, I reached out to Mike and I was like, dude, that was great. You know, blah, blah, blah. We connected. He was on my show and now him and I do a show together. So that was my favorite moment. A little, you know, selfish, but it was, it it ended up uh, with a, a new show that I do. So my favorite, I mean, that wasn't as bad as uh, Dave Avocado that I called (laughs) David Wolf. I called Dave Avocado. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, David Hungry. I called David Hungry. Yeah. yeah, And then he's like, what? David Hungry? I'm like, whoa, dude, give me a moment to like clean this up, bro. Because I had (laughs) Hungry Like the Wolf. There are a couple Uh, we even cut out, too, as I recall. A couple of false starts were. Maybe Johnny, Sam was like, you, you know what? Just cut that out, dude. We'll Johnny, do it again. don't give away the secrets to the magic, bro. <laughs> don't do it. Yes, I am fully retarded. I, I flunked first grade. Uh, and it's not I'm that, doing though. the best you, I can. You, you poor mouth yourself. But really what it is, is your mind is always a step ahead of your mouth. Your mind is into the next sentence that you're going to be saying, and your mouth is just catching, like just spitting out words, you know. And that's that's what happens with the name. It's always because even the hungry thing was you what like reading something else, right? Yes, I was reading the name on the I have in my phone. What it is, guys, is when I was in fourth grade, I was reading out loud. I said the word devil instead of devil, and I hate reading out loud. So I'm reading somebody's name. I get super panicky, and mm-hmm. I'm weird, and I'm 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 a very flawed human being and i'm trying to do the best i can i mean like how many people in the first how many people in the first flunk first grade that's in the top 100 in comedy most of them are they're yeah thank you so i've gone pretty far (laughs) for flunking first grade and i know mrs man no it wasn't miss man i forget who flunked me in first grade but you know little did they know i go on the dominate conspiracies and stuff like that and uh, so I, I, I like that that moment. The 500 was really great. Uh, I can't express enough how, how important the 500 was and to go there and to pack it out. And because you never know anymore. Like, I don't know if anybody's showing up anymore because the, we've been completely shadow banned or <laughs> deleted on social media. And, and that's kind of my fault because I just can't stop. I just can't stop dropping dank memes. Okay. And just crushing these people. And I just, you know, when you put out a, 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 a meme about Hillary Clinton's camel toe, you don't think they're going to erase your 80,000 follower Instagram. I mean, like it's a funny joke. I get it. It's hate speech. I get it. Why you say that, but it's like, is it really? And not only that, Joe Rogan posts it and he don't get deleted and you do. 
Yeah, yeah, that's, it's kind of fun. Yeah. That's He's fun. too big to fail. I mean, come on. They're not oh yeah, well anymore. that becomes that because that that hurts a lot of stuff. Traffic on their website, all that stuff. So it actually hurts them in the long run. The thing is, they don't they don't want another Rogan. So yeah. anybody that looks like they get that's momentum it. going, they'll clip it before they have no. to deal with it. They don't want another Tim Pool. You know, I it's, there's some guys that are still on that go, I don't know how you're still on there, dude, but you know, it is what it is, dude. Like Luke Radowski dropping hammer on people still there. And I'm not mad at him. I wish I, you know, I see a lot of my friends that are like, that are just killing it, getting love. And I go, I literally picked the hardest path <laughs> to get <laughs> to, to what we're doing right now. Uh, and that's it. And Johnny doing stand up is really great, you know, and also like, you know, just like the relationship with Eddie Bravo is so such a blessing in life to be friends with a guy for two decades and for us to be very symbiotic in how we operate in so many ways. And, you know, 2021 was definitely the year that Tim Paul Hat Comedy started just wrecking shop. And, uh, and it's just fun to go into a room and being able to entertain with all your friends and the crowds are just crazy. And sometimes they're listeners too, you know, but watching Johnny doing stand up is like, was really fun to see because, you know, he was so friend. I knew he'd kill because it was such a home court advantage, home field advantage. And it's just fun, dude, you know, and it's a blessing to do what we want to do. Cause I know there's a lot of people that would like to do what we are doing. Uh, and I know that this show, I get hit up all the time. People are always like, Hey man, uh, this show's changed my life. Well, you know, I know that the show's influenced a lot of people to start their own podcast. I couldn't be happier. Like the more, the merrier. Uh, just because they can't silence all of us. And, you know, everyone's got to find their own way of doing it and keeping it entertaining and informative. But, you know, I know that this show, probably like the Joe Rogan show on a much bigger level, has influenced a lot of people to start doing a podcast. And maybe you'll... you. You know, who knows if you get into the top 50 or 100 or 200 on 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 comedy or in, but doesn't matter, man. You're putting out quality product. You love what you're doing. And it gives you like, you know, it gives you a kind of a high of being able to do being able to do what you do. Uh, 2021 was big for me because I, I got sober and I know that a lot of you guys and I don't want to talk too much about it, but I know a lot of people say I'm always hear high tweaking my balls off and stuff like that. I promise you on my children that I, I haven't, and I'm, I'm sober and I, I've been doing it for, you know, uh, I've been doing the deed and you're a big part of that. Everybody uh, helping me just start to get out of my own way and stop shooting myself on, on my foot. I show up here all the time sober. And I just, I, I just don't want way in the back, man. There were some times it was a little shaky, but I'm telling you, 2021, nothing but uh, just, you know, good vibes, clear head, kicking ass. And uh, you were a giant part of that. So those are the year in review that I really love. Can, uh, I, uh, can I add real quick? Because I, I was thinking, you know, this answer would be completely about the show, but I can't forget to, to say, you know, coming to see you live as many times as, if I, as I have this year. Uh, was awesome. You know, even though, you know, you're doing, you know, a similar set each time, each time it was funny. I saw you in Indianapolis. I saw you in uh, New Jersey twice. And 
Yeah, it's always fun coming to your show and much, you know, uh, to your point about wanting to spend as much time as you can with every person who comes to your show. I mean, I've seen you do it. You, you spend time with talking to everybody and uh, it's awesome, man. And it's really cool to be a part of it and to, to meet all the really cool dudes that, and chicks that come out to, to each show. So yeah, bro, that, that was a lot of fun for me. Thank you, bro. And I appreciate that. And uh, you know, we're getting close to getting ready to do another special down the line, dude. I got, I, I, I got to show you guys one thing, the artwork for the new, for uh, I'm about to release it. If I don't, this one record label wants to put out my album, but if they don't, they don't move forward. I'm going to put it out myself. Dude, You're look starting? how uh, for nose lives matter. Look how badass the artwork is. Okay. There we go. It's because it's Texas. It got the Texas star. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. So that's, that's about sick. to drop. That's Love sick, it. right? I want hard in the paint, dude. So you, getting ready for a new uh what's that? Are you still animating the other thing? Yeah, I'm working. I, I just dude, I'm like, okay, no more podcasts, you know, and then I'm gonna set it up. And I've been just inundated with podcast and I've had some physical uh issues with my knee. So that's been taking it. But you know, those are great. New things are coming, new, new, new shows, new markets, new everything. And it's all because of you guys. And I, I think this show can go on forever. I really do because the world is so interesting and it's just growing. And, you know, we're not going to stay on the new world order every time. We're going to move into the weird realms of Jamantria and, and weird Bigfoot. And like, that's what I love to do. Like, I love the, the serious conversations. That are super necessary, but I also like the fun conversations that are a good escape from just the constant bombardment and trying to steal your louche. Who's your favorite guest, guys? Who was your favorite guest? Uh, for me, it's got to be Hamilton Morris. That was great. Watching him on Vice as a kid, thinking Vice was the shit, then he shows up, tells you all That's about That's where we started. Oh, oh. Right, right. Go oh. on, sorry. Go on, sorry. And it was just dope how he came on here and he talked the same way I talked, super scientific. I didn't know half the shit he was saying. I came in with one intelligent fucking question and he answered it. And that was one of my, he's been, it was just great to have him on, watching him on TV and on Vice and then for him to come on the show and just talk to us about whatever the fuck we wanted to. And then right, but, oh, and then the best part was that he gave us the codes to all the videos. So I would watch them before they were even released on Vice. So to me, I felt like exclusive. And then I gave it to some of my friends, allegedly. I was like, here, watch this shit before it's released. But that was great to have Hamilton Morris on. It was wild. <laughs> I love that. What? What do you want? That, that was a big he, one he was, XG shared, shared the uh, Hamilton gave us uh, screeners of his TV show and XG said he was sharing the password with all his friends. <laughs> Such a scumbag. I was. Uh, you want to talk about fuck ups, Matt? How about the opening to that show where I asked him about how cool is it to be a professional oh, drug addict? <laughs> you could and you guys are just like, question. what? Dude, why are you so doing not that? that guy? Yeah, he's yep. so not that guy. It's he's like he's really against that whole being portrayed as like a druggy kind of thing. Uh, uh, my my favorite guest is probably mm, I really because of just how significant it was uh owen benjamin is up there for sure i you know i really and this is a recent one and it's maybe recency bias although i did look back all the way to the beginning of the year i thought ken on me was great but we had him on a couple of weeks ago and i i was really 
that guy impressed me. I hope we have him on again. But yeah, Owen Benjamin probably is is up there. A couple other names. Uh, Conspiracy Kyle, who did the Star Wars thing. I love Star Wars. Brian Bledsoe, again, is always going to be on the list. Um, yeah, and Hamilton Morris, of course. Uh, I, I, who did you like? Me, Mark. Yeah. yeah uh, Mark. So it's all right. So forgot his name. <laughs> no, dude. I'm just trying to think about who I who I liked, and I just yeah. Yeah, I got a long list, but to to shorten it, I definitely was uh, really blown away by Susan Bradford. I thought her work was awesome. She um, was great. And then I love the the debates that we had this year. All of them were really cool. Yeah. Uh, but specifically, the weird one was like Alex Kazemi and Isaac Weisop. I was like driving through Pennsylvania listening to that one on my way back from hanging out with Mike Wan mm-hmm. and. Uh, and yeah, that was that was a great uh, episode. And Chris Knowles, I always love when he comes on the show. Um, and then Troy McLaughlin was another really good one. Troy was was cool on the Saturn Death Cults. Yeah, uh, I did. I definitely. Yeah, go on. Sorry. I was saying, let's not forget uh, the, the smoke shows that show up. We get <laughs> that, they've been some of my favorites. There's something good to look, to look at. <laughs> Me and Johnny are always like, yo, that was a good one. And we're like, yeah, that was a good one. What do you? Which one are you talking? I don't about? know what he's talking about. Uh, are you talking you about? Our the indigenous guess? friend, that one, the the rock and roll. Uh, <laughs> Actually, what are you good. talking about? <laughs> a human vibration was the good. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> There's not right. Hey, dude, we're grown ass men doing grown ass stuff, yeah, dude. There's nothing wrong like, with that. I'm okay. sure the ladies appreciate yeah. that. I really enjoyed what they had to say too. Yeah, yeah I mean, fun. yeah, we could listen to them. I'm and... expecting some fat guy with some knowledge in the basement. I'm like, okay, we we got some conspiracy smoke shows that know yeah. things. But they drop knowledge. I'm not saying they don't, but I'm that's just always like, a nice surprise. Well, okay. looks so, do not uh, go into the vetting process yeah, and, for who we get on the show. That's why I'm not the booker. That's why we're not. That's why I'm not the booker. We I don't, don't ask any. I don't <laughs> ask any guests yeah, for headshots before you we come on the show. <laughs> uh, Christopher Knowles is one of my favorite. His earlier episode when he brought talked about Lady Gaga and Gaga being um, a big part of. I think um, that was last year. Was yeah. that okay? Well, it's so good it gets points on this one too. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. Li- I like a couple people that maybe I, I, I they were sneaky good for me. Uh, obviously, I always love to have Jimmy Doron. Uh, Andres Exertis, I love. Uh, I love uh, Maverick Matthews uh, talking about that time traveler dude um, that came out of nowhere. Um, St. Germain. St. Germain, right? I really love that episode. I love anything that deals with any of the 9-11, like SK Bain. I like that episode. Yeah. And I love all the people. Dr. Shiva is always a favorite for me. Uh, he's one of my favorites. Um, but I always, I also like anybody who comes on and talks to Taria, man. Yep. Tataria yeah. is one of my favorite conversations to have. Did you guys see that the red bricks guy that you guys had on a while back? He, um, I think he was interviewed by some big mainstream media outlet uh, I think it was, I don't know, I don't want to say it was MSNBC, but it might have been like the Daily Mail or something put out an article where they were like basically saying, look at how crazy people are believing I, in well, this Tartaria dude, thing. Yeah. And Red Bricks was their expert. I would really love, and I really love William Ramsey. I really mm. loved when he came on, talked about the uh, the Order of the Nine Angles. I, I really, that stuff moves me. 
that stuff is like black belt stuff that I really like. And when I, you know, he's a guy I'd like to get on with Brian Callen because he goes so deep. Mm. Like we have to take Brian Callen with little baby steps, right? Little tiny baby steps. Um, but I love that because I do believe the world is ran by sorcerers, man. And those are the ones. Listen, I, I'm going to be honest with you, man. There's very, I don't know of any, I would say in the year 2021 that I, there's nobody that I didn't like on the show. I don't know if I had somebody where I'm like, fuck that guy. I, I never want to put that guy ever. I, there's been people that pissed me off, but I've always, I mean, there, I think this year, I don't know, maybe cause we just found a nice stride. I loved all the guests, Isaac Weissip. I mean, like, coming on and getting on the Mount Rushmore, Matt LaCroix, all of those guys. Oh, that's another one. What's his face that would make one appearance made it on the Mount Rushmore. Um, the guy from Australia, what's his name? Stan Deo. No, no. What's his name? Fuck. Oh, uh, from Australia. Remember the guy who did the whole, um, the fires, the thing on the fires. What are you talking about? No, the guy who did the thing about, uh, the, our chakras, who was on the Mount Santos Bonacci? Yes. Santos yeah. Bonacci was great too. That was right. a great he was, one. He was last year. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. He was great. Uh, what is your favorite conspiracy, guys? Of all your conspiracies, what is your favorite conspiracy? All right. So my newest one, I have to say, and I used to hate it, especially because if you go back, the first person that tried to explain it just didn't do a good job was Tataria. I used to hate it, but then when me and Sam went to Oklahoma, and then you threw in the World Fairs in there. I was like, okay, there's been some other shit here before. What's that. his name? Howdy. M M What's his name? Howdy Mikowski. Yeah, he was a great. He's one of the best guests as well. So Tatara has been not. It's becoming one of my favorites. And the reason I got to give it credit, because I thought it was so fucking stupid. Red bricks okay. and this stupid shit. But then the more you look <laughs> into it. And Oklahoma went to Oklahoma <laughs> and the buildings are under the ground. And you're like, wait, why is there a window at the bottom of the of the building? And it just opens more up. So it's been one of my new favorite ones. And usually <laughs> it's, maybe it was a guest. We had maybe it was the first. I love Red Bricks. I'm not and no. good for him. Thank you for coming on. He'd never done a podcast, I don't think, before. And he's like, hold on. Look at this. And I was like, OK, do we get it? We're moving on. I like it. I will tell you that I think. Uh, most of our Tataria friends are on spectrum a little bit, but that's okay. That's okay. All are welcomed in the dojo of truth. Johnny, what's your favorite? Uh, uh, that's tough for me because there's just such a long list. I, I had on, I wrote down, but you guys just addressed it. The uh, Count of St. Germain with uh, Maverick Math Matthews. I thought that was a good one. Um, I, I love it when we talk about and debate even with respect to Ken Ami, uh, biblical giants and, and, and the history of, you know, uh, uh, unique species, let's say of humans and, and yeah. history. I, I, I love that. That shit to me, is just, it touches all the right notes for me. Um, yeah, th those are up there. Um, I, and, and of course I, I like anything that gets back to simulation theory. I mean, we have a, another podcast based on the premise, but, uh, Anything that touches on that, I enjoy too. But from this year, it's probably, uh, it's probably, it seems because we kept hitting on that, right? The, the Giants, uh, it was uh, the, the, the film. Uh, it's, it's something we just kept touching on. And I, and I really, I, I like those. I like those podcasts. Johnny, how long have you been on the show now? 
Shit, dude, I don't know. Two years? Two years. years. Has yeah. it opened your eyes to anything? What things that I didn't know about? Maybe that you weren't into as much. Like, were you? are you the same conspiracy theorist level that you were before you came on the show? Honest talk. Honest talk. I don't think I'm any more or less open-minded, but I know about way more for sure. Like, I have more... I mean, Johnny, of, of course, do you like, want to take the blue pill and go back? <laughs> no, 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 no. It's uh, no, it's I mean, it's it's like, you know, you see all those people. Well, shit, I was going to use the Matrix as an example, but there's that one guy who does choose to go back, doesn't he? Um, So, yeah, I. Uh, no, I wouldn't go back. Of course not. Of course not. You just can't. Yeah, you can't. Right. You can't choose. I would never I would never choose to be ignorant, even if it's something bad. I would never all choose right. that. All right. All I right. Gotta give it up. I got to give it up to Johnny. Johnny's been trying to go to Skywalker Ranch, trying to go with Ryan Bledsoe. Like, he's trying to figure out what's really going on. Yeah, actually, you line. know, Ryan, I think he texted me. Uh, I got to text that guy back. He was asking me if I was going to be around for Christmas. Um, yeah, yeah you will be, bro. You will be. I am, because uh, I do want to. Uh, I, I, I would love to get us out there, like you said, to uh, Skinwalker and to... Yeah. Ryan Bloodsoe got a lot of votes for guests, uh Mount Rushmore. He was definitely one they talked about. Bloodsoe's great. great. He's got his new podcast, Bloodsoe Said So. It's such a good name. That is a great name. Who's your favorite guest, Mark, that you booked? Didn't we just do the favorite guests? <laughs> Did I? Did I? Oh, no. What's your favorite conspiracy? conspiracy. Sorry. Favorite what's your conspiracy? favorite conspiracy? So I do love the Tartarius stuff. I do love the Nephilim stuff. But um, one of my favorite conspiracies that came to the show uh this year was from dr eric wargo with the parallel realities oh that was a good stuff. episode i think uh, i gave you his book in fact uh sam but yeah that that was so interesting because i think what bothers me about simulation theory is like the idea that we're living in a computer that somebody actually physically put together. I think that loses the point that it's like the computer is a great analogy or metaphor for what our reality is, you know, and, and, and I think people get that. I, I don't think that people, uh, maybe everyone gets it, but that's why I really like it because it shows how the ancient stuff we're learning about and the modern stuff we're learning about it's consciousness that really seems to be the key. Uh, and the fact that you can possibly end up in a parallel reality, I feel like I did that because I went from like listening to this show uh, every day to now being on it. So it's yeah. like I'm in a parallel reality right now. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, I believe everything, every, everybody has, is in their own dimension in a weird way. I mean, because we could all watch an, a car accident happen and everyone will have their own version of what happened, mm. right? So yeah. you just live in your own dimension bubble. Uh, my favorite my favorite um, top conspiracy is hidden history and the, the erasing of it, which encompasses a lot of stuff. And, you know, as I start to peel back what these layers of deceit, I start to realize that, you know, we live in a haunted house and they've been playing tricks on us. I don't, you know, as I study, you know, Bill Gates's history, Jeff Bezos, you know, uh, Elon Musk, um, you know, Mark, uh, what's his face from Facebook, you know, uh, Zuckerberg. Zuckerberg. I, I, I start realizing the, these are all actors. So if I, 
If I go all the way, not that they're not doing it. They're, they're real lifetime actors or role. They're life, they're lifetime role players in a, in a game, which is the steal our louche. Okay. So then I, I go revi- re- rewind all the way back to mayor Rothschild and the story we're told about him. Like you just start looking at it, You're like, Oh, this is just some Paul Bunyan shit that they're trying to convince us that this guy was so smart at 14. He was taking over this investment firm and he was running everything. You're like, no dude, that dude was placed there. And a story was told about him and it's all be, and then that gets into like the pyramids and what, who really was in the pyramids? Oh, they found all these mummies in the pyramids. No, they didn't. They never found a mummy in the pyramid, which lets you know, all, everything is just a giant lie to keep, disconnect you from God and seeing how special you are. And that to me is the most uplifting thing I've ever learned. And that's really helped me in my journey in my life and helped me get sober. That's a big part of that as well. Um, what is, okay. I don't, what is the weirdest conspiracy you believe in? And what is the one conspiracy you will not buy into? Uh, let's start with a, let's start with Johnny Xavier going first all the time cherry picking the good stuff uh-huh. I, I can tell you uh, first of all what I'm definitely not buying into is uh, anything Larry Gator said pretty much uh, <laughs> I'm, I wrote that guy off also and it, I, it just has to come up because of the crazy year we had but this and a guest didn't present this so I'm not taking a shot at a guest here but this JFK Jr. thing was so dumb dude him coming back to life, JFK Jr. zombie appearing in Dallas or whatever. And you and yeah. I, I think, I think if you if you're really putting your energy into that, you're falling for a trick. I really do. I, oh, I but think, let me ask you something, Johnny. What so. was more ridiculous in your humble opinion? Q or Russian collusion? <sighs> yeah, like, I mean, at least there was, was the at internet. least there was some element of truth to to cue you know yeah mean? that's what i'm like, saying like that's the whole thing about the left they're like oh you cute i'm like dude you still probably do believe there's some russian collusion that got donald trump elected like you still believe that even though everybody involved has been like no it was a just complete fabrication i wasn't even putting Q into that though like i'm, I'm just talking specifically about the jfk jr thing that specifically okay, i think is a is it? It's almost designed to lead people astray or to make them look silly, and and the, to waste their energy. I, I I truly believe that, and I, and I'm sorry to say it. Um, favorite? I, damn, I don't know. I mean, I always say simulation theory just because it's a blast. But my favorite? But no, no, not I, favorite. I, you already you, did favorite. What's the weirdest no, I, I one? Do, you're like where you're oh, like weirdest, you almost okay. don't even want to tell people you ah, like. Shit, you're like, uh, dude, that's, that's a weird. I, I know yeah, it's it was, a weird one, bro. I know uh, it's a weird one, but. I, I mean, what is weird? The, my scale for weird. Now, that's one thing that has changed on this show is my scale for like my barometer for what's weird. It's just, I mean, it's Jack, dude. It's just been doing gangbangs of crazy theories. Um, <laughs> what? I love that. I don't know, man. Uh, what is? I mean, tell me, tell me what's weird on here. I most of the my like, my weirdest one on. is my weirdest one is uh dinosaurs. I don't think dinosaurs existed. Respect, that, bro. People, respect. When I tell that to people, they're there. It's like the new flat earth. They're like, okay, get the fuck out of here. I see them at the, I see them at the museum. I've seen T-Rex and I'm like, they're not supposed to have feathers and they never growl like a fucking lion. They chickens don't do that. 
So those are the ones that, first of all, people to me are like, I, I'm scared to tell people that that chicken. I respect that, that dude. Dinosaurs weren't real. That one's. To... I really respect that, yeah. bro. Mark. Well, the one Mark's that is definitely... much deeper than I feel that like most of us are. So it's always interesting to hear what Mark believes. So, Mark, what's the weirdest you. thing you believe in? And what is one conspiracy you don't buy into? Okay, so what I don't buy into right off the bat was, uh, was you know, and I think she was a great guest, but what Jennifer Briney said during her episode about, you know, the congressmen, they're not all bad or whatever that was. I don't want to paraphrase because, you know, people should go back and listen and, and judge for themselves, but I definitely do not agree with what she said. I think they're definitely way shadier than uh, she's willing to admit, but um, nothing against her. She is, you know, living a completely different life than me. Uh, I am kind of like, uh, you know, on the fringes of society. And one of the weirdest conspiracies I believe in is, this. uh, is the, the spiritual trans angels that Chris Knowles was talking about, <laughs> because I mean, you see it over and over this androgyny being some sort of occult symbol. And I think what's so funny to me uh, and it's not disrespectful because I do love Christians. Uh, it's just how they react to that. Like, oh, God, it's the end of the world. And I think it's just totally misinterpreted. It's, you know, if you study, you know, biology, you realize yeah. that there are so many living organisms on the planet that are, by our definition, trans, right? Because they're either asexual or the way that they reproduce is not the way we do. So it's just, to me, it's 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 you know a culture clash you know two cultures clashing and one culture is like oh that's weird and the other culture is like no it's we don't want to tell you what it means you know uh so i think it's 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 a it's an interesting theory that gets you know kind of a lot of attention because it is so uh you know exciting but it's also very weird you don't want to talk about trans angels maybe at uh Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> I, I find that very interesting because I'm reading that like the Hermes, the, the, the seven principles of Hermes. I'm reading that book right now. And it talks about gen many genders, man. And you're talking about the Kabbalion, the book. I yeah. Gave the Kabbalion. Yeah. Many genders. It talks about that. And right. so, you know, when you get into like ancient, it's like, I think sometimes Anything occult automatically gets labeled as black magic, dark. And I don't believe in all that. I don't believe it's all dark. Okay. This isn't what I, this isn't even my weirdest conspiracy. I don't, or my one conspiracy. I don't believe in, but the trans thing, I think, I think they're weaponizing trans to hide pedophilia. So everyone's worried about trans coming and nobody's talking about pedophilia. They do, but it tends to be farther along down the line more into the fringe of conspiracy and truth i have zero problems with trans i don't think drag queens should be reading the kids at school i don't i do think trans are have a, a place inside and they have a right to live their lives that that's when it becomes they're purposely weaponizing it to cause everybody to fight and you know i'm thinking about starting an organization to help trans get better wigs because i think that's a big <laughs> problem is like a lot of them are out there on the streets with fucked up hobo wigs and making everybody uncomfortable. 
Right? I, got, I got to cut my hair pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you definitely have trans energy, bro. Um, you. The well, thing I, that you said it much better than I could, but that's, that's also my point is like that whole subject is extremely weird because you know, the whole, everything that goes along with it and you, you describe it much better. Cause like you, you say you've done plenty of podcasts back in the naughty show days. You have a lot of friends uh, with trans and you, you know, you've yeah. talked about that way more than I have. I'm just like, uh, you know, let's not get, let's well, not Mark. Get... I appreciate you taking this episode to come out that you love trans and that's <laughs> fucking right. Cause that's what this show's about. And most of your, listen, dude, most of the people who grew up on with porn on their phone, They've seen a bazillion dicks in their life. Okay. So it's going to blend more and more. It's just the fact of the matter. But at the end of the day, it's like, let people live their life and understand what's being done. There are things being done to get you to look at, at this and not that. Okay. And the power structure of stuff. All right. For me, man. And you know, I, I just like, dude, I mean, like you go far back, they had trans hookers in temples because that was the spirituality. And then you take a look at like who pushed this whole thing, which is like anti-gay stuff, the Catholic church, they demonized it to control people. And at the end of the day, if you, if you're anti, if you're, if you're homophobic and I hate those buzzwords that people yell at other people, but if you really are like, and, and listen, most of the conservatives really don't care, man. Like, why are you doing the privacy of your own home? Most libertarians, liberals, and I think that's like um, libertarians, liberals have a lot in common. They're pretty much the same thing, old school liberals and libertarians. But most of your, your, your right, not the fringe, but a lot of the right don't really care what adults do with other people. They really they really, really don't. It's live and let live. But the Catholic Church demonized the gay lifestyle, okay? Shoving a book, making the Bible literal. They went around thumping everybody to do it, okay? And they demonized it. And when you when you play into that, and that was like, I love Larry Johnson. We've had him on the show. I love him on the show. But he attacks gay people left and right. I'm like, you're pushing people farther into the closet by doing that. You're pushing them into the closet and you're making it so they're scared to come out. And that way you can control people. Uh, I just want my weirdest uh, conspiracy. I don't believe nuclear bombs yeah. are real. Yeah. I don't. I'm not saying they don't have big bombs. I don't think nuclear bombs are real. I Was think it? they use it as a, you know, uh, a scare tactic to get people to comply. Oh, dude, if you don't play ball, we're going to drop bombs on you. How did North? Are you telling me Iran can't come up with a nuclear bomb, but North Korea did? Get the fuck out of here. Get out of here. I have get mine now, too. All uh, right. My mind is that uh, Woody Allen is Woody Allen is the victim of a. Uh, yeah. a satanic smear campaign yeah, really. run by uh his, his ex-wife and other dark that's forces the weirdest thing you believe yeah yeah to most people think about most people when especially after this year that hbo doc if you go to them and say you think woody allen is the victim of of anything <laughs> they're gonna look at you uh like you're an insane person and yeah that probably is the weirdest thing i believe that woody allen is uh is innocent thanks rick so warley good good episode thanks dude yeah, I mean, Johnny, you got me to look into it. You know, I, I just. Who are you going to believe? It's very interesting, dude, Rosemary's when you listen baby. to more, more and more about her and the things she's done. But then you like what I hated when he told us that was it just makes all of HBO shit 
kind of boot like you got to really like look into it other than just believe everything that goes on and it was already that way that 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 camp is rape documentary was made by the same people complete bullshit yeah hbo's lost its way man they lost it's lost its way bring back boxing (laughs) they lost dude it's gone completely woke and it's it's hot garbage bro and that you know the uh, uh game of thrones was the end of an era there yeah. Now they yeah, can't it get it back. It was, you know, when it ended, Sam, it was after Game of Thrones when that Confederate show was about, they announced that Confederate show was that the guys who created Game of Thrones were going to make, which was an alternate reality show where they were going to highlight uh, the problems in our own society and racism and shit like that. And just because it had an alternate history where the Confederates want people like, oh, this is like uh, racist pornography, you know, people are just going to be jerking it to this. And they canceled that show before before it even before they even got a chance to make it. Oh, and that to me, back. Sex it was over. Back. Yeah, yeah, great, great. Uh, and they got like, that, that. They already have a guy canceled on that show. Yeah, the guy they yeah. killed. And yeah, I mean, they're just canceling people left and right, and, and these stupid bitches. Who are, and that's not all women, by the way. Not uh, there's a lot of women are pushing back on this, but the ones that are into it are just like they're just angry at their lives. And they just want blood. They want to blame somebody. And the notion that a man like what 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 are they saying about Jeff Garland? He hugged too long. Yeah, Is that yeah, literally yeah. what's going on there. Uh-huh. He hugs too long, and you just and you kicked him off his own show. I mean, how ridiculous is that? It's That's so what it ridiculous. sounds like, anyway. It's you know, as always, something may come out, and we you know, we're, and we're happy to. Yeah, you know, I'll acknowledge do, it. But. Anytime if it comes out that there's actually concrete evidence, I'll, I'll shish kebab these motherfuckers. Okay. But as of right now, I'm not going to condemn people. The guy in Sex in the City, right? Somebody came out. They used like a fake name. Like, dude, in a court of law, in a court of law, you shouldn't, you should hide the, the victim's name. Okay. Cause we're talking about a crime committed to them. When somebody is just, talking shit on the internet why are we protecting them like dude you're just doing a smear campaign who are you because then i go is this even a real person or are you just making shit up as you go that used to be a tenant of journalism dude is that you would try as hard as you possibly could to get people on the record and if you didn't have anybody on the record you almost certainly weren't going to go with the story and now you see so often People giving sources anonymity, people quoting source or, you know, using information on background, which is you're really not supposed to do. You try these years. They're supposed to give you something on background that you can try to actually source after that. And it's I mean, it's you know, it's it's causes so much even going back to uh, Iraq where you had these newspapers bending over to, uh, you know, to support that war on total bullshit. I mean, just phony nonsense. And uh, yeah, journalism is dead, man. It's over. At least in main, uh, mainstream journalism, anyway. I mean, independent journalists are saving saving us all, I think. But let me let me just so here we go. We're coming to the end of this, and um, I want to see what your guys' thoughts are for the rest of the year. What I mean for twenty twenty two. What do you guys think is going to happen uh, in the show? What would you like to see on the show? What are your thoughts for the future? Does anybody get kicked off? Do I go on a rage <laughs> and fire anybody? Uh, I, you I know, yeah, sure, go on, go on. I think we for sure end up in another state. If not, I'm going to be over Sam talking about it. 
we got i think i think this show might have a chance of going to another state um so that'll be dope if it happens another studio different vibe so that'll be fun and then uh i think are you gonna go if we go to another state xavier are there are mexicans allowed in that state you've been picking some weird states lately i'm like all right right, we'll see dude you're i would love for you to come and just start a mexican village wherever we are (laughs) Wait, I think the Block show's going to have a good turn. Uh, uh, we definitely are going to have Eddie Bravo on more on, at least if before we leave, because that's one thing I hear people, Eddie Bravo needs to come more on, so we're going to work on that. But I think the show's going to – I think we're going to have a lot to talk about on the show. Uh, Trump running, is he not running? Is Biden going to be there? Come on here. Like, we got – things are going to come up that we're going to be talking on for a long time. So I think the show's going to be doing good. Uh, I think the world's going to be crazy with the whole them trying to – just politically, I think the world's going to be crazy. COVID's still coming on, the lockdowns. Uh, I think people are going to end up with some vaccine side effects that they didn't know, and we're going to take a big W without being happy about it. Obviously, we want nothing to happen, no one, but when it happens, we're kind of like, we told you so. But I think the world's going to be as weird as it is now. All right. Uh, Mark, would you like to go? Sure. Um I definitely, if, uh, if you guys move to another state, I hope I, I could join you. I plan on being there. I'll protect you XG. I don't know if they accept dirty hippies wherever you guys go, but I'll, <laughs> I'll fit in. We'll make it, we'll make it happen. But I hope the show keeps, uh, you know, growing, obviously it's doing so well already. Um, and I hope I keep bringing, you know, the best guests to the show and keep blowing your guys' minds and, you know, giving the, the swarm bangers and, I mean, you know, for me, again, it's a little it's a little hard to say because I am kind of on the back end making the show happen. I'll say, you know, we got some pretty awesome guests lined up for January already. Jay Dyer's coming back on the show to talk about his new book. So I'm excited for that. And um, and and this really awesome guy who I had on my show and I think it was the first interview he's ever done. I found his book. His name is Peter Shampoo. And the reason why I really like his work is because he's talking about us getting in touch with the sacred, you know, landscape and the stones and all of these different megaliths that are here in America uh, that are pretty much, you know, some of them are known about really well known, but a lot of them are, are ignored. And I've even found some in my state, which is a pretty small state. You wouldn't imagine there'd be megaliths here, but it's, it's pretty profound stuff. And I think what's cool about his message, it's kind of in tune with Cliff High's message. And it comes from totally different angles because I doubt Peter's using, you know, web bots and computers, you know, like Cliff High did. And if you look at Cliff's predictions, it seems like 2022 is going to be pretty good. Um, but we're also going into a Biden presidency, you know, we're only in the first year of that. So I'm, I'm expecting, you know, everything we saw in the Obama, uh, the Obama era coming back, you know, maybe some, some school problems, maybe some, some false flags and things like that. So I I don't want to see that obviously, but that's what I'm expecting from this presidency. But again, back to Peter's stuff. I think, there's a lot of hope and it comes from us not avoiding technology, but integrating technology with nature and bringing that energy that the earth is waiting for us to tap into and integrating it back into society, you know, and I'm not 
into climate change or anything like that. But I definitely think that, you know, there's a certain Gaia energy that our society, not us, but our society has been ignoring that uh, people like Peter Shampoo can possibly give us uh, some more information on how to actually awaken that energy inside of us and inside of the earth. So that's what I hope will happen in 2022 is people get reconnected with nature. And, uh, and I hope that comes through on the show too. I mean, we've already had some really cool guests talking about stuff like that. Jim Gale, Marissa, uh, with the seven generations and yeah. Well, if Johnny, Peter, we, if did Peter, we ever, if Peter shampoo can't fix it, I, I don't know who else. Could, you know <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Johnny, did we ever drop the Ross Ben episode yet? Not yet. Oh shit! We still have that in the banger. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's on the schedule, but isn't it? Let me see. No, I, it's uh, not. I didn't put it uh, out. Yeah, we got. No, put you don't it have out. it on the schedule now. And Corey oh. Daniels as well, right? Did we? Just, no. Didn't, didn't do an episode with Corey after Garrett King. Are you sure? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You did. Yeah. What, I, what is I, that one? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the Isaac Weiss one. I keep saying. But we got to put out that Ross Ben because that's a banger. Yeah. Corey Daniels. Is that on our list here? That's not yeah, you list. remember he's the occult guy with the beard and we talked Isaac Wysip. Oh, the Isaac Cappy thing? Yeah, yeah Isaac Cappy. Oh, oh, sorry, okay, Isaac okay, Cappy. Okay. Sorry, Isaac Wysip. I was <laughs> like, hey, dude, I didn't get killed off a bridge. Man, I'm sorry, bro. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> um, well, yeah, we got to get that Ross what Ben do out, I man. I, I, I have a little inside knowledge on this, but I expect us to do some more live uh, stuff in 2022. I think we're going to we'll be doing some pay-per-views. Yeah, show, live shows. Show I think those are fun. Those are a lot of fun. Um, in the world, yeah. You know, I want to be positive, and I, I think you're right, Sam. You've said this, that it seems like more people are, and it may be something good. You know, I'm not saying it's worth it at all, but a silver lining to this whole thing is that some people are waking up. Um and I, I think you're just going to see more and more people this year uh, say, you know what, I, you know, I the, just because it, they're the government doesn't mean I have to listen to them. And just because my employer wants me to do something doesn't mean I have to. You know, there are things more important. Um, and you're going to see people pushing back. And and then we've seen it time and time again when people speak, and especially in this country, with a loud enough voice when they're unanimous or close to it. Uh, the government has no choice but to listen because they are at our service uh, in the end. You know, they are. They really are. There's not much they, they really can do. Are. And, and I, I'm going to try to be positive and say, yeah, that's it's going to be a year where people, uh, you know, start to get organized, uh, push back. And we finally uh, see this shit show come in for a landing. Damn. Bam. Great job. Uh, I, what do I see for the year? I think we're going to get back to our old numbers. I think more and more people are waking up. And they're coming to us. I think, uh, like Johnny said, I think at the end of 2022, you're going to see a giant uh, awakening happening. I mean, I, I think from the moment that Jeffrey Epstein died, there's just been nothing but giant awake, not woke, but awaking, waking moments for the masses. And they can't take all of us out. They're going to try. I mean, we've seen them back. They we've seen them backpedal on a lot of stuff. You know, the the camps in New York that was going to be the legislation that got pulled because people were pushing back so hard. You know, Gavin Scumbag Newsom is like pulling back on mandatory vaccines for children. It's all coming out. We're winning. 
We're winning. If you still follow the news, you wouldn't even understand that. But we're winning. And I think 2022 is only going to get better. We're going to do live shows. We're going to do a lot of pay-per-views for you guys. I'm a, I mean, we're going to go. I mean, I have whole plans to do big stuff with this show. Lizard, live in-person lizard people coming on, giving their side of the story, all sorts of stuff. So, you know, we're going to do and we're going to make it happen. We'll do like a Pee Wee's Playhouse of conspiracies, everybody. That's my goal. A weird-ass Pee Wee's Playhouse of conspiracies. And that's it, man. Great episode, guys. Great, great episode. I really appreciate everybody coming on, spending a year for us. This is our last episode of 2021. We love you all very much. Uh, any final thoughts, guys? Johnny, Xavier. Happy New Year to everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, awesome positive year, vibes yeah. out to all of you. Hope you're with all your right, families guys. or with people you love. Uh, we love you we all very much. Dana, come here real quick. Come here real yeah, quick, thank Dana. You guys. We're going to go Good. out. I love you guys very much. Come on, let's make out. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Have a great new year. I love you all so much. Merry Take Christmas. Care. Bye. Merry Christmas. We go deep, homeboy. Open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. Dude, you just blew my mind. Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack, Tim foil hack.